<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jailbro Radio, the greatest nerd and pop culture podcast that has ever been known to man. I'm your humble host, Gage Pons, joined by Neo Rosano. As always, say hello, my man. Hello. How's it going, everybody? Oh, I'm doing great. You weren't asking me, but I'm going to include myself in the situation. Uh, if you're new here, like stated just a few seconds ago, we talk about nerd stuff, we talk about pop culture stuff, we talk about funny stuff with absolutely zero format because we're not professionals. But that's not irrelevant today. Uh, anywho, boosh. Um, we have a very nice topic today uh, that was brought forth by Neo himself. Uh, but before we get into that, we like to do a little small talk. So what do you got for me today? Um, I completed Dead Space yesterday, the first yes, one, one cousin eight. Yes, you did. I'm proud of you for that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, now you just got a new game plus it and be a champion, you know? No, my my new game plus for Dead Space is gonna be the remake they have nah, come out in January. Nah, you gotta you gotta do the you gotta do the you gotta you unlocked like two new suits that you can't even use unless you new game plus. Eh, fine. Yeah, you, at least like you know, take a look at the suit. One of them, the military suit, you'll like it. I know you will. But uh, anywho, as for my uh small talk, I don't really have a whole lot. Uh, had a great Thanksgiving, by the way. Uh, I trust everyone else did. I ate lots of food. Oh, yeah. One of the few days. It's one of the few days that I get in my lifetime where I, you know, actually get to eat to the point where I feel miserable, uh, which is a good thing because I don't often reach that. Uh, playing a lot of Dark Tide still, uh, purging the heretics in the name of the God Emperor, the, you know, typical boy stuff. So much Dark Tide. Yeah, lots and lots of Dark Tide. I need to... I need to level 30 now. Yeah, Gubbins is level 30 now. Uh, I, I need to break the cycle. The problem is, is it's difficult because all the other things that I want to play aren't out yet. <laughs> so... Nope. All of the Ogre and Penances are so unnecessarily difficult. They are. I imagine they're probably going to change up a little bit of that. They're working on the progression system and all that. Uh, Fat Shark, this is this is not a, a, a diss to you, but they are really difficult for Ogryn. Um, sponsor us if you want. Please do. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, let's see. What else do I got in the way of small talk? I had a couple of things that I wanted to mention, but because I don't write things down, I often forget them. I should probably work on that. Uh, God of War Rack. You know what? I have something to talk about. Game of the Year. I think we already did that on the podcast, but, uh, did we? Maybe. Probably. We can do it again. I think, I'm, I'm gonna restate this. I think, uh, God of War Ragnarok should get Game of the Year over Elden Ring. I agree. Because uh, those are the, uh, those are probably gonna be the two main competitors, God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring. Uh, if you, I have... if you haven't, uh, you haven't voted for Game of the Year, go vote. Game of yep. the Year awards. Go, right? go vote Game of the Year. Yeah, Game of the Year awards, something like that. Um, <clears throat> most people know where to vote for it. Uh, I have a fundamental issue with Souls-like games, and it's that the storytelling is garbage, because there is no storytelling. Uh, and I'm also, I mean, I don't know, I guess you could say I'm biased. There's just so much more depth to God of War you know, in a lot better way, I guess. I don't think a Souls-like game should ever be in a running for Game of the Year. No, it's always like I, the same thing. I wouldn't necessarily say that, because some of them have different impacts and whatnot. Uh, Elden Ring, with the, its crazy hitboxes, you could do some really cool stuff in that. And, you know, the combat was phenomenal. I never played it, but I watched a lot of videos on Elden Ring. Well, but I would... I, 
I would actually recommend Elden Ring to people. I mean, despite it being really, really hard. Like, because I played it, and I liked it. I loved Elden Ring. But, you know, it's just, there's no story. You just walk around and kill things. And I mean, there's dogs. lore. There's lore and whatnot, but you don't learn any of the lore because the game tells you. You learn it because you spend time outside of the game researching it, and that just feels like school. Right. Um, But, uh, yeah, I voted for Game of the Year. Uh, Ragnarok, and then I voted on the other things that I cared less about, but I voted on all my stuff. The only thing I didn't vote on was the esports things, because I don't really care about the things that people use. Like, if they had other games that I liked and played for esports, then I would vote on that stuff, but... Titanfall esports, if that was a thing? If it was. It isn't, though, sadly. Yeah. I tried to submit it for esports in high school, but they didn't, they didn't bite. Anyway, uh, is that all we got for small talk? You want to move on? Um, there, there was one more thing about uh, Ragnarok that you told me yesterday about PETA. Oh, yes. Uh, hang on a second. A uh, brief intermission. Um, uh, during this, uh, you guys want to hear some dad jokes? All right, dad jokes. Let's, let's look at these, like, top... 108 corny dad jokes. All right. No, uh, no, 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 no dad jokes. No dad jokes. Shut. No, stop. No, no dad jokes. Not yet. I was trying to fill the silence. <laughs> you did good. I'm proud of you. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I need to get a sign on my door that says when I'm recording. Anyway, uh, the PETA thing, right? So I found this out the other day. It's so funny, but also really angers me because people are entitled. So spoilers okay they're, they're god of war ragnarok spoilers right now if you don't want to listen go ahead and skip ahead about i would say five minutes so there is a wolf in helheim okay named garm and this wolf is chained up he's not in very good conditions obviously because he's a big wolf chained up in hell and starved basically and you basically atreus frees this dog and then you end up having to kill it because it's gonna rip apart reality Peta uh took great offense to this uh bit of the game where you have to kick the crap and murder this dog who doesn't even die actually but uh basically PETA found this, and they're tre- they're treating Garm as if he were a simple household puppy that you're just absolutely slaughtering. And then they Herb's demanded, pumping. yeah, and then they demanded that the developers for God of War Ragnarok make a PETA mode so they can get past that part of the game without having to harm the dog. Now, there's a few fundamental issues with this. For one, that's not a normal dog. And it is very, it is a threat to existence. Secondly, you literally rip people in half in that game. And you're whining about the dog. <laughs> that is a threat. Uh, it's, it's just, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. In the first game, you literally ripped werewolves by their and jaw. And you're talking about a PETA mode, dude. Like, that's, there is a lot of content that happens throughout that part of the game really uh like as far as dialogue and you know character interaction goes like if what are you gonna do skip that whole part you're missing a good chunk of like 
conversation there and whatnot. I also oh really God. feel like uh, removing a part of the game would totally break the immersion because one of the great things about God of War is it's all done in one camera angle, you know, one camera shot. Yeah, pretty much. Well, not pretty much like that. That it is. It is one camera shot. Uh, I don't know. I just I saw that. And I'm like, oh my God. how about I have another I have a controversial idea here <clears throat> and hear me out. If you don't want to hurt that dog. All right. That pretty I would say deserves to be hurt. How about you just don't play the game? It's that simple. Don't play the game. If they, if it bothers you that much, you should not play it. That you know, there's games I don't play because of particular parts in them. Like that's it. Just don't play it. Grow up. Get over it. Play something else. Play SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom or something. I don't know. Uh, I actually have that game on my wish list. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> why you brought it up <laughs> yes that's why i brought it up anyway the topic all right let's get to the topic so the topic today is ai uh neo you brought this up last night uh i have my own reasons for wanting to talk about this i don't think they're the same though so i will let you lead off all right well i want to talk about ai because it's just something that dawned on me you know it, it's it's nerdy it's pop culture-y there's a lot of like pop culture AI things like Free Guy, you know, Terminator, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really want to talk about those in particular, just about AI in general. Well, so, uh, you know, AI, like, I I don't believe we could really ever get to the point where we have a fully functioning AI. You know, it just it just seems kind of far fetched. Elon Musk seems to disagree with that. However, Elon Musk says that that could be dangerous, and I'm inclined to agree with that. But to get on the more pop culture side of this real quick, you actually slightly touched up on one of my things when you brought up Terminator, all right? I have a big, big issue with stories that involve AI usually, right? So you look at like Avengers Age of Ultron, you look at Terminator, there's a few other old ones and whatnot that I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's always about some AI that has some altruistic motive and his solution for things that are bad is to kill humanity basically, right? Right. You know, that's what it was in Terminator and that's what it was in Age of Ultron. And that is quite – that is to me the dumbest solution that an ai could come up with where they they actually believe that the correct solution is to destroy humanity for age of ultron to give a little bit of uh detail on it is like near the end all right when vision is talking to ultron you remember how he says like uh they'll like ultron says they'll destroy themselves you know and yeah. vision's like oh well, something isn't beautiful because it lasts there is absolutely no evidence to suggest that humanity would destroy themselves. None. Right. And as a matter of they, fact, I'd argue it's quite the opposite. How many nuclear bombs have been used in combat? Two. Two, right? How many are in the world today? Millions? Yeah. Thousands or millions, right? We've been making nuclear bombs since then, but we've only ever used two. You know why? It's because we dropped two of them on Japan and the world was like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore because they saw how absolutely catastrophic it was. Humanity learned. What happened with the Cold War? Do you know how the Cold War ended? No nukes were shot. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. So what happened with the Cold War is it was the arms race between Russia and, and the United States where they were developing weapons and specifically nuclear bombs. And they started getting so many and tensions were getting so high and we were so evenly matched. The world was like, well, you guys need to chill. Please quit. <laughs> quit pissing. You're both pissing the same distance. Stop it. And then it ended, basically. I'm I'm dramatically paraphrasing here. Anyway, so that is the evidence that I would throw in the face of an ai now so the issue really is in a writer okay so a writer has the idea at where no matter what a writer is going to somehow inject their own beliefs into it it's a question if i believe those beliefs are correct uh i don't believe that humanity is going to destroy themselves and i don't think an ai would believe that either because like a fully robust free-thinking ai because an AI can think in many different ways better than the human being and many different ways faster than the human being. And if I could come to the conclusion and bring up the evidence as to how we will not destroy themselves, an AI would reach that conclusion too, right? And they would actually right. reach it with more in-depth explanation than I would have. Well, my problem with like pop culture AI is like it's always shown to be a bad thing, you know. There's only a couple like movies and shows that show AI as like not a catastrophic thing that'll destroy humanity, like Free Guy, <laughs> um, iRobot, I believe, is one of them. Uh, iRobots kind of takes both of them, I would say. Yeah, like, but um, I, I wanted to bring up something else that's like contrary to that. If if you're done. Yeah, go ahead. So there's a game, right? And I've I've harped on this for quite a few years. This is a a game made by Night Dive. Uh, well, not originally, but anyway, System Shock, right? It's a sci-fi old horror game. Uh, about an AI named Shodan who uh, details don't really matter, but she basically goes mad and she wants to uh, kill humanity. But there's a reason I like this game, even though Shodan is evil. And it's because Shodan doesn't want to kill humanity because it's the right thing to do in her mind. She wants to kill humanity because she's a narcissist and thinks that humanity thinks that humanity doesn't deserve to live in her world. Like if you look at game clips, you can listen to her, right? She she doesn't think that it's the right thing to do. She just thinks that humans are insignificant bugs that don't deserve her, basically. Because she, you know, splits. And now that that makes more sense, right? An AI choosing evil is is one thing, but an AI doing the wrong thing and being like, oh no, this this is good. That that's wrong. I disagree. Uh, right. Uh and I think so far that is pretty much the only like contradiction to it. That is one one that's like the main reason I love System Shock so much, is because it breaks that, you know, she's not she's not trying to do the right thing. She's just arrogant and narcissist and cruel. Uh, um, <clears throat> what were you saying what? a minute ago, though? I had another point to add. So, like, in most, uh, like, movies, TV shows, it, just pop oh. culture AIs, they're all yeah. just shown... Good um, AI. As, no, they're always shown, like, pretty bad, you know? They're always shown, like, evil and wanting to destroy humanity. Yeah, well, except for things like Free Guy, the AI in Free Guy isn't evil. That's why I said most. Yeah. There, there, there's a few exceptions, like 
uh, like free guy. Yeah, I mean, is, do you think Cortana is a, a an AI? Would you count Cortana as an AI? Uh, do you mean like the from Halo, Halo. or like actual yeah. Cortana? Uh, no, hey, yeah, Cortana is an AI, and she she's a pretty good AI. Well, so uh, as far as let me think on that a little bit. Well, yeah, the so the AI and Free Guy, that's a good example. I would say Cortana's a pretty good example too. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. I one would probably consider Vision. Yeah, but Vision's also but Vision is also kind of stupid because of the point I made earlier, right? Like there's one Ultron saying that we destroy themselves and then Vision basically agrees with that. I'm like, no. He would not agree with that. That makes no sense. Uh, I'm I'm looking at like this website and it's like uh like AI and pop culture and Otto from uh Wally is there. And I'm just like, no, it's not a free thinking AI because No, he's not. Every robot in that whole show is always like directive. So they have programming and they follow that programming. Uh... It's not a free thinking AI. Nah, Eve kind of broke that. I would say well, she she broke it whenever her programming and her directive was done, completed. Yeah, but that's still free thinking, like at that mm. point. Well, no, because know. the thing is, is she, like she would question it even even then. Like there was still like debate on it. You know, I mean, you couldn't necessarily tell because they didn't use real words. I would I would say Eve is kind of free thinking. If anything, I would say Wally himself is free thinking. Like most of them are. Impossibly. I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say they're fully robust AI. Well, but here's the thing: all AI pretty much start with a programming, like because that's just what AI is, you know. Uh, Shodan was a, is a completely free thinking AI, but then she, I don't know, there was something that went wrong, and she just like shorted out, and she just started developing a deeper concept of self and whatnot and then she just came to the conclusion wow i'm a god these people are pathetic you know okay there's one here i had on agree with like autobots and transformers that's not really ai they're kind of their own species you know uh, yeah that's alien that's not AI. yeah they're, they're, they're alien they're not ai yeah let me think of some more let me think of some other ai things there really a lot of isn't ones on this list are very old from old movies and old shows. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them are usually like that. There was Edgar man, from uh, Futurama. Who Edgar from Futurama? Is he a Bender? AI? Bender from Bender. Futurama. I wouldn't even call him a good or bad AI. That guy's he's just Bender. He drinks beer. He's R two D two is not an AI. Not necessarily. Well, eh, well, I mean, he makes choices. Uh, yeah, but he's still programmed to do certain things. I would, well, but, well, yeah, but look, here's the thing, okay? There's, we, we need to establish the difference in AI, okay? Uh, so there is AI that thinks, right? It has a task, and it can only do this task but it can do whatever it can or wants to do to complete that task, right? As I'm long as it stays within the boundaries of that rule. Free-thinking AI, this is what I'm talking about, not programmable well, then, AI like we have today, you know? Well, but then, yeah, that's different. And then there's free-thinking AI, 
which are just human with artificial brains like exactly that's that's what i am talking about for this topic well yeah i figured it's just but what they're saying what they're listing as ai technically isn't wrong it's just a different type it's just a different it's a less evolved kind of an ai you could say um let me think of another one. Uh, how about the Samsung Virtual Assistant? That's my favorite AI, if you ask me. <laughs> For different reasons, of course. But, you know. Actually, is that still a thing going on? I thought... Hang on. Samsung... I, I, I really don't want to know. Virtual Assistant. Rule 34? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh. We're not pulling that up. You can cancel this episode. Jeez. Well, I mean, it's not like anyone can see it. But I would rather not look at, you know, porn while uh, streaming. I'd rather not look at porn in general. It's pretty pretty messed up stuff in the world out there. Anyway, what the heck is this? Ew! Oh, God. Okay, it's not porn, but it's furry stuff. Oh. Yeah, okay, we're going to not go down this rabbit hole. She's pretty cool, though. Favorite AI, top 10. Uh... Let's see, what other... Well, there's Skynet. We already talked about Skynet. Skynet is a weird one, because Skynet is effectively... Skynet pretty much brought on his own doom, is what I would say. Because what happened, is, from what I know, right, there was Skynet existed, and this group of scientists wanted to destroy him. And not only did he destroy... Uh, the sci- he he didn't he killed the scientist, but he didn't just kill a scientist. He pretty much declared that humanity was his enemy because of their choice. And then he you know did the Terminators thing and you know waged war on the human world. I guess the thing is is it's not that humanity was his enemy; it's that he made humanity his enemy, right? Uh, uh, there is Hal Nine Thousand from Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. I don't remember that one. The iconic red eye. Red eye? HAL 9000. How do you spell that? H-A-L 9000. HAL 9000. Is he one of the bad AI or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I remember now. Okay. HAL 9000. Hmm, man, this one's a little lost on me. This is still kind of uh, in my head. I don't know, like, uh, I, I I don't really see uh, AI being possible because it would take so much computing power and resources to be able to have a fully robust free-thinking AI. I, but, I, uh-huh. But, like, we're at the point where we cannot have an AI do anything more than what we tell it to do? Are you asking me or telling me? It's a discussion. Oh. Well, I, for one, I, I don't know. I, I pretty much agree. I don't think we'll ever have a, a fully free-thinking AI. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, the, um, the room that we have to improve them could be debated upon, but I don't believe we'll ever get to the point where you know, an AI could, you know, do what these things do, like in movies and whatnot. 
most um, unique um way i've experienced it in like a, a tv show i know you don't watch uh, a lot of anime or any anime at all but in sort of online in the alicization arc of that like uh they basically made ai from souls of people like you go into this machine it copies your soul to like a computer and more people were made artificial people from the souls of the other people you know it's it's kind of hard to explain you have to like watch it like see for yourself but it's not like really a computer it's like literally a human soul is the ai you know right i don't know if i would consider that ai necessarily well, I mean, maybe, but actually there is an AI I remember, and it also is part of the gripe that I have with them. Jezebel from Fallout 4. If you played the Automaton DLC, you'll meet a robot named Jezebel, who is uh, a nihilist, who doesn't see a point in, in the world. And basically what the gist is with the Automaton DLC is this woman is building robots, and she's telling them to go out and help people, right? Tell them, go go help the people of the Commonwealth. But these robots are drawing the conclusion that the best way to help these people is just to kill them. Um, and Jezebel is is one of them, uh, which actually she doesn't even believe it's helping. She's just like, oh, whatever, seems like the right thing to do. Uh, that's another AI that I don't like. Screw those guys, dude. I don't know. Even, even if AI... Huh? I found a list. It's uh, best AI in movies. And the first one was the Matrix, and I don't, I can't remember where in the Matrix there was an AI. I don't remember either. It's been so long since I watched the Matrix. But uh, I don't know. Even if AI did exist, you know, a fully free thinking one, I don't know if I would trust them. Because the thing is, is if it were a fully free thinking AI, that could feel basically, uh then that would mean it could react the same way that people do. And people are capable of pretty terrible things just on their own. I don't want an AI to feel inclined to do terrible things because Lord knows they could do it, you know? Uh, I think I think AI in general, even though not necessarily feasible, it's a bad path to reach for. I don't think it's a good... Right. You know, and that's pretty much what Elon Musk even said. There was one video I saw where he pretty much said that scientists have this idea in their mind that since they've created this thing, that it is not smarter than them. And he's, and that is a very, very dangerous line of thinking to underestimate a free-formed, free-thinking computer, you know? Yeah, you and know, just because I you created it does not mean that you are better or smarter than it. And, like, uh, one thing, if an AI is going to, like, the, the brains of the AI is really going to be the internet. Because you can't upload all human knowledge to a hard drive. There's just not enough storage, you know? So if that robot or the AI doesn't have an internet connection, it's going to not know anything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I know that was a pretty much a big thing with Ultron. That's how he would, like, move around in the... Uh... What's it called in the in the in the movies? He would pretty much just cyberspace. go through. Yeah, he would go through internet cyberspace to trans like move between bodies and whatnot. Here's an interesting one: the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. 
I would I, yeah, I would pretty much consider him an AI, and I would even consider him free thinking. Yeah, he's pretty free is, thinking. Well, there was a moment where he kind of like did the thing where he was like, uh, like uh, must kill am gun, but you know he snapped out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the Iron Giant. I man, I like that movie. I need to watch that again. That was a good movie. Me too. I forgot to watch Wally last night. I was gonna watch Wally last night, but I didn't. I didn't. I think I think Wally's a pretty good movie. The Hitchhiker's I, Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. F- Marvin, dude, Marvin. Yeah. You remember Marvin, the robot with yeah. depression? I love Marvin. Yeah. He's my favorite character. <laughs> so why don't why don't you go? Why don't you you can talk text like yeah I talked to the sh- I used to talk to the ship. Why don't you talk to the ship anymore? It killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't remember. He was talking about whenever he was talking to the spaceship and then it killed itself because it didn't want to talk to him anymore. Or Marvin. <laughs> Marvin, dude. Oh, man, I love that. Uh, I never watched this movie, but Chappie. Chappie? Yeah, the little, like, the military robot sort of guy, uh, I think. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Here's the synopsis. In the near future, a mechanized police force patrols the streets and deals with lawbreakers. But now the people are fighting back. When one police droid is stolen and given new programming, he acquires the ability to feel and think for himself. While the robot dubbed the Chappie puzzles out human behavior, the, authori- the authorities begin to see him as a danger to mankind in order. They will stop at nothing to ensure that Chappie is the last of his kind. Is Chappie like a good AI where he's kind of just like vibing or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's, he's just a vibey guy. Hmm, interesting. He's, he's trying. He's an AI that's trying to learn is what I gather from it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I've ever remembered seeing that. When was that movie made? 2015. 2015? Yep. <sighs> Can't believe I missed that. Oh, well. Interesting. I'll have to look into that. That sounds like a good one. Uh, I don't really know what else other notes to add on to that. I mean, it's just my biggest thing about AI is how people always think that an AI would, for some reason, believe that the that humanity would should just die in order for an AI to complete their goal. But that's about all I got. I mean. Like, it's just a fundamental, like, it's like a philosophical issue for me, you know? It just, I, I don't understand why people believe that. There's just, and I don't understand, I don't understand why they think that an AI would, for some reason, reach that conclusion as well. Yeah, I mean, I think probably what one of the best, like, versions of an AI would be is what Free Guy was, you know? AI, well... Uh, the thing is, is Free Guy at first was not. There was, there was, uh, um, you know, he needed a, a a very specific circumstance to make him free thinking. You know, which mm-hmm. I would consider the same thing, and that's why I brought Eve into the situation whenever we were talking about Wally, because I would say it's pretty much the same thing. Because That's it's fair. like, because if you were to just say an AI that isn't free thinking, it's like once her programming is done, there's no reason for her to exist anymore, right? So she would just shut down. That's not what she did, though. Or maybe she tried and then Wally interfered. I don't know. Either way, 
But it, the thing is, is there wouldn't be a choice for her, right? Uh, but there well, was. I, th- I think the reason she didn't shut down in the movie is because her directive was never fully completed because the plant was was lost, you know? Oh, she brought the plant back. Yeah, but then when they examined her, the plant was gone. Yeah, fair. So she couldn't shut down. I don't know. I don't know what her directive beyond that point would have been. Oh, she was only meant to retrieve it. Or she retrieved it. And she did. You know, Wally is like the best like dating advice. If you want to get a girl, just give her a plant. Yeah, just give her a leaf. Not even a plant, just give her a leaf. Well, a leaf maybe. and a shoe. I think maybe getting a full-on plant would be pretty great. I think the best plant to give a woman is a cactus because you don't really have to water that thing except once a month. Kill a I had cactus. A, there was um, a you probably should do with that girl. <laughs> there's there's an old coworker that I that I had who I'm good friends with, and I'm good friends with her today. But she had a cactus once, and it died. I'm like, how 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 do you let a cactus of all things die? <laughs> You, like, have to go out of your way to make a cactus die. You have to murder it, basically. <laughs> like, how do you just... Ac- how do you just... Whoops. You gotta water it once a month. That's all you need. I, I, I accidentally pour rubbing alcohol on it instead of water. <laughs> That's not an accident. That's murder. You Look, you can't accidentally pour rubbing alcohol on anything. You can smell it. <laughs> like, how do you... How do you not? Like, unless you're just nose blind and you, or you don't have a nose or something like that, but like, you can't just, you can't confuse that. Like, drink Everclear and drink water. Tell me there's a difference. Makes no sense to me, but I, mean, I, some thought, people don't think there's a difference. I thought it was pretty funny. I know sometimes, though, I, w- I will say with a cactus, you could easily forget that it's there. You know, provided on how big the said cactus is. Um, but yeah. No, anyway, what, Wally. What was that one movie? Uh, this it was like this super like badass robot chick, and she like was fighting Alita. Yeah, Alita Battle Angel. Battle right? Angel. I watched that movie the other day. I absolutely love a be Alita Battle Angel, and so does my dad. Alita is a perfect example of a good AI, in my opinion. Uh. Even though she was technically... Okay, so what I know about Alita is I think, okay, she was either an alien or a robot, basically, you know, an AI, uh, that was free-thinking, designed to be like an elite soldier for the ERM, United Republic of Mars, right? Um, right. And... I I would say that that the that the the Erm were were good guys in that uh movie. So if you don't know about Alita, right? It was an old anime or a manga, something like that, really really old. And it was, you know, Alita, you know, as you see in the movie, they stayed pretty true and faithful to it. Um but she ended up getting destroyed and then this doctor named Ito basically brought her back to life, gave her a new body. She had no memory, but she can fight like a badass because that's like part of who she is is that fighting style and whatnot uh pretty neat stuff uh alita Uh, is alita is a good example of a good ai 
who is very free thinking. Who's in the shell? Is that an AI or is that just a cybernetically enhanced person? Who? Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Ghost in the Shell? I don't know what that is. Ghost. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell? Let me look that up. Ghost in the Shell. I don't think I've ever seen this. A human <laughs> saved from a terrible crush who is cyber-enhanced to be a perfect soldier devoted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminals. Yeah, so she's a human, but she's just enhanced with cybernetics. Yeah. Yeah, that's not AI. That's different. Oh, so this is like an old anime and whatnot. Or well, there, there was a movie made in 2017. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it, and I see the Scarlett Johansson stuff. Looks dumber, in my opinion. But I'm not the biggest fan of Scarlett Johansson, so... It got a 6.3 out of 10. <laughs> oh, did it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not necessarily that great as far as movies go. It's not. But I'm not really going to pin that on Scarlett Johansson. Animes being made into movies rarely ends well. Uh, Death Note, the Death Note uh, live-action remake was awful. There was one good thing about it. Yeah, the... uh, Why am I forgetting? Ryuk. Ryuk was the only good part of of that. Movie. William Defoe is Ryuk. That's it. That's the only good thing yeah. about it. Uh, they, the, the way they made the Shinigami look in that movie was the really good. The thing that I absolutely despise the most about that movie was uh, uh, L. I I hated everything about it. Oh, yeah. I I did not like L. Like, look. So I'm not. You know, people like okay. Nick Fury in in Marvel, okay, in the comics, in the original, all right, Nick Fury's a white man, okay, but uh, Samuel L. Jackson played Nick Fury in the movies, and he did a great, great job, okay, Uh, that's fine, however, one of the main things about L is that he is a creepy, skinny, white dude, right? That like that's like part of who he is. He's a tiny, he's a small, creepy, skinny white dude that sits on his you know butt and his feet at the same time. Uh, but they you know they changed his race and in, in there and it you know and it kind of it takes away from like the 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 impression you're supposed to get from him when you look at him you know. Yeah, they they also like didn't make him look creepy at all in uh, the live action. You know, he's supposed to be this, like, really creepy guy that is highly intelligent, you know? And I mean, Almost kind of, like, uh, not deformed, but, like, he doesn't look right just because he doesn't... He only eats sweets. There's he doesn't another, get out in the sunlight. There's another anime brought to movie that I can think of, but I don't even want to give it the generosity of mentioning it. Oh, what is it? Just tell I, me. I don't want to say it. I really don't. I don't want to give it any attention. And just put it in general chat, and I'll um, just react. No, look, no, because I'm not. I'm not just gonna do that. All right, look. So I'm not a very big anime guy. I've seen Death Note. I don't really even care a whole lot for that as a whole, but it's all right. You know, it's good. There's only two animes that I truly, truly like. That is Trigun, 
and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, okay? Um, Full Metal Alchemist uh, tried to make a live-action movie, right? Don't ever, ever, ever watch that. Don't watch it, okay? Just don't. It's awful. It's terrible. Um, and part of the reason why that movie is bad is because Death Note was bad. You want to know why people... Okay, one of the things that people had an issue with about uh, Death Note, the live the live action, is that it was like Americans, you know? I'm like, okay, well, that shouldn't be a complaint because a lot of animes are actually based off of Western society, you know, as far as how people look and whatnot, you know? Uh, they base it off of Western society. So, of course, they're going to use, you know, like Americans in the movie. Uh, but people complained about that. So, Full Metal Alchemist, the live action, tried to rectify that problem. Except everyone looks the same at this point. Like, look, I can't. If you look at that movie, okay, I'm not going to encourage it. But at the very beginning of the movie, you see. Ed and Al as kids and you cannot tell which is which like at all you know and it just deters from you know you can't see the difference between them and throughout the whole movie you can tell the difference between the two of them because one of them is just a suit of armor but you can't even fit that whole move that you can't fit the story into a movie you know yeah that's also a big problem with Death Note you know like Armstrong, okay? Alex Louise Armstrong was one of my favorite characters in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. He's not in the movie. You know, they ruined Mustang. They didn't, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so poor. It's everything about it. They gave it this, like, stupid K-pop music, you know, for, like, one of the main theme musics about it, which makes absolutely no sense. Fullmetal Alchemist is dark. It's a dark story. It's not pleasant. Uh, How did we get onto this tangent? Uh, you brought up Sword Art Online, and then it drifted into other anime. We're supposed to be—we're t- talking about AI or something, I think. Oh, uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? We would know if we had a format, but uh, anyway. Yeah, we should get off that. Uh, bottom line: uh, most anime live actions suck, and in my opinion, most animes in general suck. Let's continue. Um. Yeah. So AI. Um. Yeah. Yep. AI. Uh, AI dad jokes. Just uh, generally good stuff. How about we don't do uh, don't do that? <laughs> because I'm just gonna feel more dumb than I already am. You know what? Okay, I think. Want to hear this one? <laughs> I don't think I do. Do you want to hear this one? Fine, lay it on me. What do you call a blonde who dyes her hair brown? A blonde who dyes her hair brown. Yeah. I have no idea. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I all right. Um I'm sorry to all the blondes out in the audience. I'm not. That's funny. I'm not apologizing for comedy. Um let's see, you know, I thought there was a uh no, never mind. I'm not even gonna finish that sentence. It was stupid. It was so stupid. How about how about the animatronics in Five Nights at Freddy's security breach? 
Oh my god. Those are good AI. At least one are of them. Are they is. AI though? <laughs> I mean Freddy kind of is, yeah. I mean I mean I think they all are. Freddy's def Well, no, they definitely are. Cuz at the beginning of 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 security breach when you're crawling through the vent, you literally hear Roxanne like boosting her own ego. She's completely free thinking. Why would a programmed AI not do that, you know? She's like you're the best. Everyone loves you. Like hyping herself up in the mirror. I'm like, "Okay, insecure much?" And then there's Freddy, who's just a blubbering fool, but, you know, he's a good guy. You know, he's a good bear. You know? Good bear. Good good dad bear. I wish that game ran properly. I, I really do, because I played a little bit of it, and I had fun doing it. All right. Uh, AI and video game characters. Uh, Sam from... Um, from where? Let's say where. Sam? Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't say where it's from. Um, John Henry Eden in Fallout. John Henry Eden? I don't remember him. Which, which Fallout? Um, at the head of Fallout's villainous organization known as the Enclave is John Henry Eden, the self-proclaimed patriot and president of what remains of the United oh! States. Oh, that guy. Yes, I remember. That's a creepy AI. I don't know a whole lot about him, but he's definitely not a good guy. Um, And he's one of the AI that's like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. So, Mr. New Vegas in Fallout as well? Don't remember him. Um, Mr. New Vegas serves as Obsidian's answer to the three dog from Fallout 3. Well, he does serve as the host of his own radio station in the Mojave Wasteland and will report on the various actions of the courier. Mr. New Vegas is actually an AI that has been running Radio Vegas for years. I don't remember. It's been so long since I played Fallout. Um, I never played Borderlands, but Handsome Jack, I guess. Never played Borderlands either. Uh, Mass Effect, the Catalyst. I've never played Mass Effect. Neither have I. Um, Mass Effect again, Edie. Never played Mass Effect. Uh, Cortana, we already talked about that. Shodan, there's there's that. Yeah. Wait, re read uh, what it says about Shodan. I'm curious. One of the most recognizable and influential video game characters of all time, Shodan appears in System Shock. As a villainous AI in charge of the space station the game takes place on, the nameless protagonist is tasked with foiling her plans as she attempts to bring about worldwide destruction. Despite her apparent death at the end of the first game, she reappears in the sequel after an extended hibernation and takes control of the player's character, who, has, who, who she has cybernetically augmented to do her bidding. To this day, she remains an incredibly unsettling and intimidating villain. Yeah, that's true. She's really cool, though. However, in the second game, they made her kind of... I don't know. She's more like a... a she's just more like an annoying bitch in the second game. <laughs> uh, I'm not really going to talk about that a whole lot. But, yeah, no, Shodan is... I don't know. I, I just... I love Shodan. There's a lot to it. And she is very creepy and very, very unsettling. Oh, uh, there's Gladys from Portal. 
Gladys from Portal. What an excellent choice. Even though Gladys is not a good guy either. Synonymous with video games in general due to her unique design and robotic yet sinister voice, Gladys appears in Portal as the AI overseer, the Apple. Aperture, aperture. I can't read. I'm sorry. Aperture science. Yeah, the aperture science experiments. Initially, Gladys fills the role of the game's narrator, but things take a turn for creepy later when she, it, when it becomes clear she is trying to lead the protagonist Shell to her death. After Shell becomes reluctant to follow her orders anymore, Gladys becomes increasingly passive aggressive, and will continuously make vaguely threatening comments. At the game's conclusion, she is destroyed by Shell, but she reappears in the sequel with a lot less subtlety to her maliciousness. Gladys has been the icon when it comes to video games, uh, AI characters. As well as fictional characters as a whole, she will maintain the title for years to come. Wasn't she a potato at one point in one of the games? I don't know. Like, I think she was put into a potato. Like, there was a machine, like, hooked up to a potato, and it ended up being her. I I can't remember. You know, Gladys was fucking terrifying. Uh, Like, whenever... Like, eventually, you know? Although, I wouldn't really necessarily say she seemed that sinister for a while, you know? Yeah, you're right. Gladys, it was in Portal 2, she was turned into potato. (laughs) I'm a potato. I remember seeing that bit. I loved it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you ain't so tough now, are you, huh? Little, little shit. Little potato. You little potato. Little mash potato you, head. Mash you, fry you, and stick you in a stew. Ha <laughs> ha! Get that reference? Yep. Good. For those who don't know that reference, it was a Lord of the Rings reference. If you don't know that reference, I'm ashamed of you. But I love you. Is anyway. it more of a Hobbit reference, or am I just misthinking? Huh? Is it more of a Hobbit reference? It's a Lord of the Rings reference. I yeah, thought it was the trolls that in The Hobbit that said that. No, Samwise Gamgee said that when he was talking to Gollum. Whenever he started like cooking the rabbits and whatnot, and he brought up potatoes, oh, right. mash them, fry them, stick them in a stew. Well, I'm pretty sure they also said by the, by, chips. By, by the trolls in The Hobbit. No, they didn't say that. No, they were just talking about different ways to like cook dwarf and whatnot. Or horse, you know? Um, yeah. No, Samwise Gamgee's the one who uh, mentioned potatoes. Oil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Mash them, fry them, stick them in a stew. I love Samwise Gamgee. Potatoes. Samwise Gamgee is the MVP of Lord of the Rings, 100%. I will never take any objections to that opinion. Because it's not an opinion, mostly, but... Anyway, what else is on that list? That was it. That was all? It was the top 10 video game characters in video games. Man, Um, they dedicated like three of those to Mass Effect. Nefarious from Ratchet and Clank. Hmm? Nefarious? Oh. Oh, yeah, Nefarious, after he, like, died. Well, that's not an AI, because he was alive at one point, and his brain was put into a machine. Yeah, yeah, if that's, like, the case, you have to count General Grievous as an AI. Yeah, General Grievous isn't an AI, though. 
I would say the closest thing that I think Star Wars has to an AI is like droids. Some of them. Some yeah. droids. Not even all of them. Protocol droids. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, that's not what R2-D2 is. Is he a protocol well, droid? See, no, he's an astromech. Yeah, right. I think, yeah. Well, I, well, no, because... So C-3PO is a protocol droid, and he's actually pretty stuck on his programming. Most sort part, of. But... It, like, if you're talking about free thinking, I think C-3PO is an AI, because he actually questions things. But, you know. All right, thank you for the moment of silence uh, for honoring Star Wars, the Fallen Trilogy. Sorry, I was drinking water. <clears throat> no, you're good. You gotta stay hydrated, <laughs> bro. Hydration. Speaking of which, uh, I should get some water. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. Well. Pathfinder from Apex Legends. He just reprogrammed Marvin. That's all he is. Yeah, but he's still a free-thinking AI. Is he? Kind of. He has a concept of friendship. Marvin from, uh, what is it? What was the, the faction that was led by Barker? I can't remember. Uh, oh. he, he, however, is not a free-thinking AI, as you know, because Barker said he was going to go get whiskey over five years ago and made Marvin cover his spot. You know, do you remember that? You can read it in the notes. Yeah. Do you remember reading that? You see the log where Barker told him to, like, watch things while he was away, and apparently he was away for, like, five years, and Marvin's still there doing the job. I love that. I really oh. wait. So, in the first game, I don't know if you know, but whenever there's a Marvin, right? When you're getting ready to go through the dropship, the Marvin will, like, reach for a high five. And then he'll get sad when no one does it. I wish there was a little speed time event you could do where you could click a button and give him a high five on your way out of the ship. That'd be so awesome. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yo, um, I, I have seen some really crazy Titanfall 2 mods. And there's that, one where, like, Kermit is, like, doing a Fortnite dance in the dropship as you're leaving it. <laughs> I, uh, I think, oh, man, I can't remember what I was going to say, man. You threw me off. Oh, the high-fiving Marvin thing? That was the original thank the bus driver. Like, that's yes. what it was. Like, I don't think that's where it started, but that's where it should have started. Thanking the bus driver in my mind, spawned because of Marvin wanting a high five. And I would give it to him if I could. If I was only given the mechanical option to give him a high five, I would give him a high five. He deserves it for being such a good lad. Anyway, let's see. How about Samuel Hayden from uh, Doom? You remember? Ah, uh, yeah. Hayden. Yeah, Samuel Hayden from Doom. Apparently his lore is a little mixed up. Apparently he was a human that was put into a cybernetic body, but then it turns out he wasn't human at all. Uh, I like Hayden as a free-thinking AI. I would think of him as a free-thinking AI. The question is, is like which bit of lore? Because I'm pretty sure, like I said, he was a human that was put into a, a, a machine, but in Doom, Doom Eternal, he's not actually human at all. He's alien technology, right? Right, uh, because he knows, because he knows so much about like 
the Sentinels and these other races and their war and all that. Well, um, uh, I I just gotten just found something. We haven't talked about Overwatch and their whole Omnic thing. All those Omnics are afraid they can AIs. Yeah, they are. But that's kind of well. But then, but then that's different because that's like a span of both, and that's a very human way to portray AI. Like they do it in a way that I'm pretty much okay with, because the Omnics are discriminated against, and then they, you know, they're hateful. You know, they well, don't necessarily. Well, yeah, there, that's, there's but, the ones that are aligned with the why, IRS. But that's why. But that is why there is that strife in overwatch that's why overwatch was created the the organization yeah Yeah, there's a reason why that is is because people were just like dogging on omnics and you know the omnics are like screw that um and all that you know right and then there are some who are you know it's it's you pretty much think martin luther king times but instead of black people it's omnics that's pretty much what it was uh exactly Except, you know, Omnics aren't I real, mean, not not but... all of those um, Omnics were free-thinking, though. Like, the like Bastion, before he, like, you know, well, but became those, free-thinking, but, was but not those an are AI. Robot, but those are Omnics specifically built to fight. Like, that's different. Right. But you have, like, the new guy that they're adding into Overwatch 2, whatever his name is. Or Matra. Uh, yeah, him. See, he's making a choice. You know, like that's different. He's the one, he's like the kind of guy that is controlling those ones, like Bastion and whatnot. Well, I feel like his, like, if you read, if you watched his, uh, his character, uh, introduction, it's, it's pretty, not, I don't want to say just of what he's doing, but it's fair what he's doing. He's trying to protect his people. I wouldn't say it's just or fair, but it is the, the way he's going about doing it is is awful. But it, well, it, I, exactly, it's not just, it's not fair, but it's a normal. I would, I would technically, in the general sense, say it's normal. I don't think it's normal wanting what he wants necessarily, but <laughs> or doing what he's doing. But you know, I mean. He's there's two roads to go down. He chose a bad one, you know. He chose because the because the thing is is he doesn't care who he hurts, and like and that is evil. You know. Now he doesn't. Ne- he sees it as necessary, but it's for, it's not. It's evil. You know. But he uh, he doesn't want to exterminate humans. He just wants to protect his people. He's not going on the offensive. He's going on de- the defensive. Uh, I don't know about that. Because he's leading the uh, Null Sector, right? And Null Sector's gone on the offensive a couple of times, as far as I'm aware. Uh, Null Sector isn't really much of a thing at that point in time, I feel. Like, the the ones that are really attacking is the Izakishi Nominics. Well, well, no, because... Well, the thing is, is Zero... Like, if you look... So... The trailer that they released for Overwatch 2, Zero Hour, like, that is modern-day Overwatch, right? That is... Oh, that's right, that's right. And then Null Sector is invading, you know? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Like, they, they've they definitely gone on the offensive, a few, uh, like, at least a few times. I don't know. Um, um, are there any AIs worth mentioning in Cyberpunk? I haven't played that game, but I know you have. In Cyberpunk? I don't know. Most, uh, most of the... 
tech-based thinking things in cyberpunk are or were human. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I guess you could... Well, there's Johnny Silverhand, which is the guy Keanu Reeves plays in, in cyberpunk. I wouldn't call him an AI, though, because that was literally his brain put into a drive. Um, It's a little, little weird. No, I don't really think there's... not. I can't think of any noteworthy... AI, or maybe what was her name? There was this one black lady who was like, uh, no, I don't think, no, I think she was human too. I don't know. No, I don't think there's any actual full, full blown AI in cyberpunk, as far as I'm aware. All of it is human, human based, you know. I would say taking the personality of a human being, like of a specific human being. Just the personality, right? Not not like the seat of who they are. Because, you know, personalities aren't entirely unique, I would say. Uh, then, yeah, sure, I would, I would consider that an AI. But that's also a, a thing with personality, you know? So I would, I would say, yeah, probably. But not, not in Cyberpunk. I don't think there's any th- think free thinkings in Cyberpunk. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought I'd be able to come up with more examples off the top of my head, but I guess I can't. Uh like I said, well, the, we main, are from the, fly. the main thing that uh I considered for for this whole topic was just, you know, like I said earlier, the concept of how people portray them in stories, and I just think it's wrong. It's stupid. Yeah. But uh I got an argument yeah, I mean, with people about it. There are good examples and there are bad examples of AI in movies, video games, TV shows. Well, then that also classifies on what you call good. Because Shodan is not a good AI, but I I think it's more... I think Shodan is a more accurate representation of an AI than what Ultron would be, you know? Right. Because Ultron is like, no, this is the this is good. This is the good thing to do. This is the greater good. Which I think is wrong. But then there's Shodan who's like, you're bugs. I think that would be a lot more plausible for an AI to make that decision. You know? Because it's not about... I I consider, like, what a good AI is, like, what would be more realistic and what would be more, I guess, human. Because that's, like, what an AI is supposed to be. It's supposed to think like a human, you know? Well, in a way. I mean, not necessarily. It thinks in a much deeper way than humans. And now sometimes like the thing is, is an AI would be subject to insanity, right? Right. Uh, because it's alone. And there's no so, one like it. I mean, but, and the, but then that depends on where the logic is, is because Ultron is a completely sane AI. I, I mean, I guess in a, in a weird way, I mean, him, thinking wiping out humanity is the right thing to do sounds pretty insane but the thing is is he's he's coherent and he's logical in his thinking but not like he he's drawn the wrong conclusion and ignoring all the other evidence that proves him wrong you know and the story is making it so that evidence doesn't even exist basically but shodan like there there's no evidence to go against her on that that's literally just her opinion and she thinks that her opinion is the right one it's evil but it's you know normal that's that's like the thought 
you know, she just has this idea in her head that humans are bugs that don't deserve to live in her world, and she wants to wipe them out. Either that, or she wants to turn them into cyborg experiments and whatnot. It's pretty interesting. <clears throat> uh, anyway. I can't wait till that System Shock remake comes out. I've been waiting for it since 2016. My biggest fear is that it'll be a scorn situation. Oh. But <clears throat> I don't think it is, though, because I played the demo for System Shock. Now, this, this sounds might sound like a weak example, but I played the demo for System Shock, and it's... It's solid and true to the original. If you look at the map, right, there's a mini-map for the original game, the old, old one, and the and the remake. The map is almost exactly the same, right? Because well, I don't what, know how they, they're doing it with Dead Space, but they're making it a map you actually traverse well, through and no more tram. So what they're doing with Dead Space is... I, I like the concept of what they're doing with Dead Space more. Because what they're doing is they're they're taking the original story, the original map, the concept of the old original game, and I wouldn't consider this a remake. I would just consider this a reimagining of it in a way. A remaster. <clears throat> no, I wouldn't call it a remaster either. Uh, I would consider this a reimagining because they're adding in some of the mechanics from the later games that they did into this one, right? Right. It, the the one thing that I'm not excited about for the remake is with no tram, that probably means a lot more fighting when you're traversing. <laughs> See, now the no tram thing confuses me because what what I'm picking up on that is like, look, the ship is massive, okay? The sheer size, like you saw the game, right? It, it mines right. a piece of a planet and the piece of a planet that it picks up is the size of a meteorite that would wipe out a planet. This ship is huge, you know? I'm like, so to get... And you go all over that ship. I'm like, there has to be long areas in between the places you need to be for traversing, right? And those places are going to probably be hell to go through. In Dead Space 2, you go through the area for the tram. Like, you, you go... Like, you start off where you begin in the game in Dead Space 1, and you go to, uh, like, a ways off through the tram uh, tunnel. So I imagine it's kind of going to be like that, you know? Do you walk the tram tunnel? In Dead Space 2, I saw you walk it. I watched you play it. Oh, you mean, you think they're going to do that? I mean, I imagine it's going to be similar. I kind of hope not. That's just, that, that bit sounds a little boring. To be honest, I mean, not, rather... not walking the tram tunnel, but I imagine it's going to be similar in that kind of like situation where you have to like traverse just through the ship and not use a tram. Or maybe well, there will be a tram, but the way that I saw the, the gameplay of it was when you go um, like from medical to uh, the bridge, you actually have to fly all the way over there. I don't know. I'm... I'm curious how they're going to do it. I have high faith. I actually have really like high hopes for as equally high expectations for this remake because I've been following it pretty intently and they're doing such a solid work. Like one of my favorite things about it is 
like, so one of the things about, like, the rig, right, your health bar in the game, in the second game, I like how that looks better compared to the original game, you know, how it's kind of, you know, a bit more technologically, like, holographic-y, and it's not just a bunch of blue bars on your back. They're doing that. They're not doing that with the remake. They're making it the original blue bars, but it actually looks like a vial of, like, liquid, you know what I mean? That has, like, lines on it, you know? Like, if you look at the pictures for it, you can see how it's built. I'm like, that actually is my favorite design for this thing. You know? I don't know if I noticed that. Let me go look at it. Yeah, so I'm looking at a picture right now. It's, like, just a, a completely blue vial that has, like, rings around it that are part of the armor itself. That then, So it's, like, part of the armor is indicating your health bar, you know, in a more in-depth way than the original game it's really cool I, I like the way this looks they changed the lighting in ways that i wanted them to change it whenever i first played this game well not that i wanted them to change it i just kind of like would look around and be like you know this would look a lot creepier and they're doing it it's just another instance where my ideas are somehow being hijacked hmm. uh, it looks really cool and i think i might actually get the deluxe edition because if you look at the outfits for the deluxe edition these are actually really cool. Oh, uh, I, I didn't never look at those. Yeah, you can check them out. It's pretty cool. Infested, Lone Survivor. Venture looks pretty cool. I like Sacrif or Sanctified. And then there's Bloody, which is, you know, as says. <clears throat> I I'm I'm really excited for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna disappear for like a week playing this game. Anyway, I think we've run out of time for this episode. I recommend the 1070. You got that? Hmm? I recommend the 1070. Seriously? No, sorry, 2070. Oh, I have a 2060. Hopefully I can get a new graphics card by then. But, uh, I don't need a new graphics card, but I would like a new one. You know, to help stream and whatnot, and give me a little bit of a buffer for these kind of games. I could totally play this, though. The the minimum is a 1070, so I could spec it out yeah. somewhere in the middle. Broadband uh, internet connection. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this game, but uh, all right, I think we're pretty much closed up on conversation here, Neo. Do you have anything yeah, to add? Um, purge the heretics. That's my concluding notes. Um, I fully intend to purge the heretics. Uh, I'm gonna be going. To the store after we're done recording here though uh get me some snackies give me some drinky drinks you know not alcohol but uh <clears throat> i say not alcohol because there's a art one of my friends uh whenever she talks about alcohol she says i'm gonna get me a drinky drink which is just code for like a tall boy um uh, anyway uh so purge the heretics burn the mutants and uh kill the unclean I said that wrong, but that's a Warhammer 40k reference. Take it as it is. And we will see you all in the next episode. Peace. Bye-bye.